0: It's the Fun Astrology Podcast for Tuesday, April 19th. Thomas Miller, thank you so much for joining us. Glad you're here. One more big day. We're going to talk about Taurus today, and then we get to really throttle back for the rest of the week. It gets quiet all the way through the weekend in the sky. It's almost like the you can see the pattern of this when you like doing this astrology podcast every day. You can see where the sky has a really big push, like it did over the last seven to ten days, and then it just takes a breath. It regathers that energy. I think that's a good analogy, especially since the full moon was this weekend, and the moon is even starting to rest again. So as you think about the waning moon, even though it still looks pretty full in the sky, but as it starts to wane, you can realize that we too can just take a break. It's a cycle of life, and we need to do it. And those of you who know me, that message was for myself. I actually had a very restful weekend last weekend in that beautiful home in Asheville. And I'm trying to make an Airbnb work here. The internet is a little bit questionable, but hopefully it works out and I can get another good week of rest in and then back in the van up into the mountains for the next couple of weeks. Now, the sun doesn't cross into Taurus until 1020 this evening, Eastern time, basically. So, today is a goodbye to Aries day. So, babies born today, full-on Aries. Well, 29ers. But tomorrow really begins Taurus season. Now, you know what the signs, whenever you think of a sign, don't you think of somebody you know who basically exhibits the characteristics of that sign? It's like, ah! Oh, ah! And I have that for Taurus, such an incredible prototype. It's my buddy in Colorado, Hemet Singh Devault. I've had him on the some subconscious mind mastery podcast a couple of times now. We met when I was in Aspen for almost three years and became ski buddies and really good friends. And he is on a definite spiritual path. Hemet is a Taurus. He also has been doing Kundalini yoga for over thirty years. It is his inspiration. It is his connection to source. That's his vehicle, that's his way, and it served him very well. His real name is Mark, but Hemet is the kundalini spiritual name. So how do I say that he is so prototypical Taurus? Well, for one thing, he only travels two times a year. Both are during the skiing off-season. rest of the time, he's at home. He's a Taurus. He likes his roots. He likes his own place. In fact, if you got him away from that place for very long, it would literally throw him off balance in a big kind of way. Hemet has been in Aspen for mm, probably 15 years now, and he has this apartment that is on the corner. It has these big windows, and you open the door, and there's the Roaring Fork River is just right there. It's not a river. It's more of like a creek in front of his house. But it's right there, and there's a park over to the left, and you can see the mountains in full view in two directions looking out of his place. That's Taurus. Does he have some plants to add to the ambiance? Oh, absolutely. And what about music? Highly important to my friend Hemet. It's a rare ski day that he doesn't have his earbuds in, and the playlists are probably all the same. He is also very routine-based. He gets up at a certain time, does his yoga for a certain time, has his breakfast routine during ski season. All of that happens before time to get dressed and off to the gondola in time for the nine o'clock start. He has a system for all of the parts of that process and is really pretty methodically slow about executing them. (laughs) That's to say his ski buddy, Thomas, is exactly the opposite. Comes flying in hot, throwing stuff around everywhere, and it's like hopefully you can find it when you get back after the ski day. Not with him, it. Everything is in its place, and everything is in order. So those are some of the characteristics of Taurus on the positive side. It is practical, patient, responsible, stable, predictable, and on the shadow side, which we all have, right? That can also turn into a fixed stubbornness that is hard to bend. And that's one of the things where astrology has helped me so much because I'd pitch something out there and when it met a no, that meant no. Don't try to move it. It's a fixed sign. Taurians and all fixed signs can be very uncompromising. I should know. I are one. <laughs> Now, we've been talking about these characteristics that come under the Taurian label, but really are influenced by Venus, because Venus is the ruler of Taurus. And there's one other side of Taurus that also comes under here, and that is money and finances. So, as the sun moves into Taurus, it will eventually cross over in about two, little over two weeks, Uranus. And we know that Uranus in Taurus has had a history of significant changes in the monetary system, especially when it's in the square aspect that it has been flirting with, with Saturn. So all of a sudden, the sun is going to stick its nose into that situation. And I mean, even for those of you who don't read the headlines, know that we are in some pretty serious monetary conditions, not only in the United States, around the world. So, into that background, the Sun enters Taurus. For me, personally, Taurus is on the other side of my Marcin tune. That's my three-planet stellium in Scorpio. Mars, Neptune, and the Sun. I've merged them into one. That's how I treat it, because they're all the same degree. Well, right across on the other side of the chart is Taurus. So, a lot of the answer to my spiritual and physical dilemmas is in Taurus. So it's a sign that I love connecting with, and I am really excited about this Taurus season. I hope you have a wonderful day. We'll be back tomorrow. Send me some speak pipes if you have questions. Funastrology.com, the orange button up at the top, and you don't even have to leave your email. can be totally anonymous. Have a great day. See you tomorrow.